Hi guys, Sydney checking in here. This episode that you're about to listen to is in fact previously recorded. As you all know, earlier this month we had a bit of a Mercury retrograde situation on our hands and that fucked us. Most definitely. No lube. So the audio on this was all over the place, but luckily Shane, the master editor, worked it out and we finally have been able to bring the final episode of Virgo season to you now. Please enjoy this episode with my dear friend Zay and his lovely lady Brit as we delve deeper into the Virgo mind on Sign Me Up Podcast. Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Again, to another episode of this amazing podcast that everyone listens to. Yes, we're back, guys. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Good. It's um, Virgo season, so my mood is really great. The Mercury retrograde is over. Thank you, Lord. We survived. My shit got hectic there at the end, but I'll, I'll explain more in a moment. Shit got hectic this morning for me. I'll explain now. <laughs> Wait, do we want to introduce our guest or not yet? Yes, let's get that out the way. I'm sorry. You know, Mercury's got me all frazzled and just yeah. <laughs> disorganized this morning. Excuse me. All right, so we have my bestie, Zay. Yay. Hey, Yay. we out here. <laughs> and his lovely better half, Britt. Finax. Thanks Yay. for having us. I appreciate Finally. it. Yes, thank you for joining us. Remind me, was Isaiah supposed to come on before and he like disappeared or? I've never been asked to come on for the record. That is not true, Isaiah. I really do feel like one time you were supposed to do it way back when and then you like slept through it. We were like scheduled. I felt like it was scheduled. Oh, <laughs> oh I know what it was. I was in the city. I think I was in the city and then it was just like too much for me to like come back over there or something like that. That was like way or, back or though, New Year's like when we first started. When y'all were doing it. I was there, but mm-hmm. there was oh, like, yeah, definitely it was a lot too, going on. And that was that, that was way hectic. That was just I passed out that night. Like I don't even remember you guys leaving. <laughs> I don't remember that either and I know I came home and like warmed up pizza, but I don't think I ate it. I think I fell asleep before. <laughs> I seriously hate when that happens. Like, fuck, I wanted that last night, but now it's over. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so glad to finally get you. Zay just celebrated a birthday. Yo, 26 is right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. GMF. Thank you, thank you. Did he show you his banner he got? Yes, I saw. Well, he didn't show me, but I saw on Insta. It was very nice. It's still up for the yeah, record, you know, because it's it's still my birthday week, technically. Tomorrow it'll go down because it'll be a week. 
Will it? Oh, Will see, it? Brit's over it. Brit's like, no, it's done. <laughs> the birthday is done. <laughs> that was the last weekend that we had the party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it is. It, it does look very nice in the apartment. I will say that it does look really nice. That's cute. That's good. Not tooting her own horn or anything. I mean, right. I feel like you're kind of like me in the regard that you like putting on a thing for someone else just because you like seeing how excited they get. I'm the same way. Yeah, and especially because he's like someone who really like never really expects it and his little face he gets all shy and like all excited when you know you do something <laughs> nice for him so Aww. right he's gonna turn red y'all too light for this this is so funny <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about yourselves like what do you do where do you live what's going on how long you guys have been together we're in brooklyn now bk all day you know what I'm so New York City moves. We've been together like two and a half years going on, right? Um, I'm gassing it a yeah. little bit. Okay. Our it, anniversary it was... <laughs> was in July, so yeah. two years and some Two change. and change. Yeah, the half is definitely a gas at this point. <laughs> yeah. So he, he gassed it. You know, okay. that's, that's the greatness. Like, yeah. he's happy. Yeah. He wants to, you know, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, two years really did fly by, though. Yeah. So I agree. Like, two years literally flew by uh-huh. i've been here for two years you know yeah. so i know jesus yeah that is so a insane. lot a lot can fucking happen in two years so much growth i'm not even gonna hold you up brit like whenever zay told me that he was moving forward with this relationship i knew that the la thing was over with for him <laughs> totally silencio after that like <laughs> I was like, oh, well, there's that. All right. <laughs> there were other factors involved, but she was definitely the, one of the main anchors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not to say that we won't be going out there and he won't be going to visit and all that stuff. I'm actually, yeah, I travel to California a lot, but just not to LA as much. Yeah. I usually go to San Fran all the time and that flight is just really long. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so back to our little bios. I'm from Jersey, Jersey girl. Yeah. I went to uh, college in North Carolina, UNC, go Tar Heels. And then I came back up to New York uh, for law school. I'm a lawyer. I do, um, I practice labor and employment law. And yeah, I think that was. How did you like living in the South for being from up North? So, um, it's a, a, I, it took me a while to get used to like everyone genuinely being concerned about you having a nice day. Um, <laughs> and just like people just like, like, you know, you don't just like walk past someone like a stranger, like everyone's like, good morning or hello, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you patronizing me? Like, you know, you go through the drive through and they're like, oh, have a nice day. How's it been? How's it going? And I'm like, why do you care? Like. But that's gen- That's just how they are. Yeah. So that took a while. And then also, another thing that I did notice, which I didn't really experience growing up in the North, is, like, black folks, they talk about skin color a lot. Way more than, you know, I think people do it. People might do it internally, but it's very... Yeah. It, it's more overt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to kind of get used to that. It's fine, though. But, yeah, that was, like, one of the, the big culture shocks for me, like, 
growing up in the north and then moving down for college. Right. So in college, they were more focused on skin tone and things. Yeah, like just that. like about just everyone that you meet, like you automatically like characterize them like oh. Light skin, light bright. Uh, Yo, that really blows yeah. me. Like, I can't stand people who be on that light skin, dark skin thing yeah. still. Like, I know. I didn't know what like yellow bone and red bone meant prior to going. I guess because you know I was only. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Um, I was like, okay. A lot of my friends are brown skin or darker skin, and people would just like be like, oh yeah, you're you're pretty for a brown skin girl. I'm like, why do people say that? Like that's so like, just right. dumb. Why can't you just be pretty? Exactly, yeah. Um, just just really dumb. But That's because slavery is still so close there. It's all subconscious. Not to qualify it or justify it or anything like that, but it definitely comes from the fact that like color was such a relevant factor way back when, and it just continues on, unfortunately. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but I will always, always, always tease Isaiah for being waffle-colored, so that's just not going to end. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I've got the jokes, like, you know, prior to moving down there, but it was just, like, at such a crazy, like, you know, people just always talking about it and i'm like all right there are other things in life you know like let's just let's let's move on yes i'm light as hell i'm sorry i'm trying to get a tan (laughs) (laughs) i'm working on it (laughs) right but yeah so so how did you guys meet this is a story i've never heard how you guys met i i love this story now we met at um crawfish which is like this day party, and it was uh, in Brooklyn. I think they have it every year. It's in Brooklyn, right? Um, yeah. In Williamsburg. The crawfish uh, broil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was there. Uh, Look, Shana's like the New York with my reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the function. I was eating my crawfish, actually, and I peeped her in line. And uh, she was so beautiful. I told one of my boys, I was like, yo, check her out over there. And you know how niggas do it. He was gassing me up like, yo, you could go get that. Go get that right now. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Let it uh, marinate for a little bit. And then I peeped her like a a little bit after that. uh, Standing next to Trav, one of my other homies. Basically, I peeped that they knew each other. So after that, I just slid in, introduced myself. We started talking or whatever. We ended up dancing. I watched her curve like four, at least four or five dudes that was trying to dance with her. And then before I left, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to shoot my shot. Caught the dub. <laughs> hey. And then uh, <laughs> my phone was actually dead. So I had. Which it often is, which is really so sad. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he he knew what he was doing. Uh, my phone was dead though, so I had to uh, put my number in her phone. Yeah. I think I text myself yeah. from her phone, and then uh, the rest is history. Yeah. That's hey. pretty much how it went. I'm very much one of those people. Like when I go out with my friends, like I do not want to be bothered. Like don't like I hate dudes that are in your face. So that day was just like really like, ugh. You know, it's like a summer day and like, you know, dudes are out there yeah. trying to be, you know, so it was just like one of those days and like I was super lit that day too. And I ended up throwing up that night, which is why I remember it so vividly. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I was fucked up. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what the problem is? I pre-gamed with champagne and once you do that, like, your day is just going to go down from there. 
Well, thanks for that, because that's what I'm on right now. Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he did come up to me. And if he didn't know someone that I knew, I probably would have been, like, not even looked at him. Like, I wouldn't even have given him a look. Because, like, I'd just be, like, not trying to hear it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, he actually is really nice. And he was like, you know, he wasn't on some, like, yo, shorty, like, blah, 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 blah. He was just like, oh, hi, I'm Isaiah. Like, really nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. He came a little different, and we danced, and that's how we met. This is, like, the first time that I've ever been able to say thank God for Trav. Like, that is so <laughs> crazy. Wow. That's a, that's, that's, sorry. That is so <laughs> crazy. Write this down. Never yeah. thought this day would come. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know who's going to be in the in the wedding party one of these days. One of these good old days. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We met outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we met. In the real world. Yeah. Was that, like, important to you guys to meet, like, just by ha- happenstance or? I mean, I like that that happened. Um, I mean, I know people that have had, you know, the success stories of meeting online and stuff like that, but I also hear the horror stories. So, like, I'm just happy that... Um, I met someone when I did and don't have to deal with that anymore. Um, (laughs) but I know that, and like, it's funny because like his grandma, when I first met her, she was like, she was just generally complaining about people not going outside and like not people like not experiencing life and they don't really do that anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, basically like asking like how we met. We're like, and he's like, we met outside, Grandma. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy. Like, she like, she's yeah. happy that, like, we <laughs> met in person. And, like, you know, because people don't really, like, mingle, mix and mingle. Like, honestly, if I, that's probably true. Like, if I didn't know that he knew someone that I knew and whatever, I probably would have been like, no. But, um. Right. It didn't work out like that. It worked the opposite yeah. way. Yeah. It wasn't, like, important to me at first, but I think it just helped create, like, a natural or more organic uh, growth of our relationship. Yeah. Got off to a good yeah. start. I mean, I got, I have girlfriends that, like, have met their husbands, are married, two years married now, meeting someone online. I have another friend who's getting married in November, the day before Thanksgiving. She met her fiancé on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. And, you know, it was one of those... She met him and they went on a few dates and she's like, you know, I think we're going to be serious. And then they both deleted the app and they've been together for like three years now, three and a half years. Shayna knows, has friends like that. Yeah. They have, they like got together their first like Tinder people that they even met and Mm -hmm. they've been together for like, how long have they been together, Shayna? Like two and a half years. And I even made friends that I keep in contact with. Yeah. From online and things are great now granted i can count on right exactly yeah i can count on fingers but i like to consider you know my friends myself the lucky ones it doesn't always work that way (laughs) right (laughs) right definitely i have another friend who met someone on tinder yeah Mm -hmm. we can like connect it even further with the fate for you guys because of course zay is a virgo and brit is a taurus we all know especially people who listen to this show and i'm a virgo so i talk about it all the time taurus is the one yeah this is the pinnacle and you know you could feel this energy coming through i don't know how you guys 
feel about astrology, but we're going to get into okay. it in a moment. But I just really got to say that you could just really tell. It's palpable. It's really palpable. Yeah, yeah. Being around Isaiah for a little bit and like knowing how he operates and then like seeing him in this light, it's enlightening. It gives, it gives, he, he's like a representative for the other dudes out there. Like, oh, they too can change. It's true. It's real out here. So that's good. I've heard that a few times that like Taurus and Virgo are very compatible and good matches for each other. Yeah. And I didn't, like, put two and two together at first when we started dating, like, first few months. And, like, it was going good and then, until someone pointed it out. And actually, my boss and her husband, she's a Taurus, he's a Virgo, and they are, like, just, you know, the best. And she was like, yeah, it's because he's a Virgo. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you don't really follow astrology or you just like know about it a little bit socially aware like yeah I mean I know a little here and there just because I am like the quintessential Taurus I guess people characterize me as um very strong-willed a little stubborn um I also have a lot of Taurus friends which they say a lot of Taurus people do and um i also just follow it around because my mom is a libra and she's like a really real libra like one of those people that like Mm. if you tip her scale one way like she could be having the best day and then you say one thing and then the whole thing just flips over and she's just you know on another level and very hard at coming to a decision and all that stuff but i don't really read or follow it that much virgos play nice with libra too Yeah. yeah Yeah, and also you and I, Britt, are alike in that we're both fixed signs. Right. So once we have our mind set on something, it's very difficult to get us out of that mindset. Like, I have to be very cognizant of these things because when someone tries to change my idea around, I'm like, yeah. hold up. And my dad is right. a Taurus, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? his dad is a Taurus. Oh, he nice. didn't realize also until, like, after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> and the relationship with your dad is pretty like y'all y'all Yeah, tight. yeah, for sure. We're like very similar. They're though, like ironic. the same person. Yeah, it's weird. Dad is, his dad, dad is just bald and wore glasses. And what about you, Isaiah? How do you feel about astrology? I feel like do, I used Do you follow it? Pay attention to it more so for whatever reason I don't keep up with it that much anymore, but I've always been like semi interested in in it, uh, not necessarily full-hearted believing in it necessarily but like I, I do believe it, that it does play some role and in, in, if anything is a reference to like mm-hmm. our our beings and in honestly, that sense. I like sometimes I really do like astrology because it allows me to like label like or say that okay this is why this person is acting like a damn fool because they can't <laughs> help it you know what I mean it, like let's be like you know excuse someone's crazy behavior sometimes because it's like you know what they can't help it they got it on this da, 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 da. but you know yeah that's how i yeah right i feel that okay well how are you doing sydney how's it going i want to tell my mercury retrograde story that i was going to start telling earlier can i tell my insignificant one first just to like warm it up yeah go ahead go ahead so damo's in town she stops by my house and i'm on a little staycation here currently i'm at the hotel and before getting here she's like pack your bags i packed my bags and was really sure that i had everything but i forgot one important thing that i need for my recording which is my headphones so that's how mercury fucked me and i woke up this morning ubered home and came back to get my headphones and a couple things but i mean 
honestly, it's all good because at the end of the day, the Uber was like three dollars <laughs> <laughs> going and coming. So I mean, that's well, the LA Uber much, prices. But sleep, yeah. right? Yeah, you would have been so aggie if you had been in the city right right i was like kudos to that because i would never go yeah, through that in no, New York. you know not. i probably wouldn't have gotten those headphones in and you would have been upset <laughs> like that's just the way it would work i'm just trying to figure out how they're two travelers and neither of them had headphones like how does that work we have headphones guys but you know how the seven is it's different it's hard these oh yeah the seven that. we all have the yeah you're right it's that's hard why these, these days beats. Actually, yeah, that's so great that you even had headphones over there that work because there is a yeah. good probability. That I have I have the seven have. ones. Wow. And I that's get so annoyed, especially because I fly a lot and like you know when you want to watch TV. Like lately, my flights have been trash because I've I been had forgetting to buy those. like an extra like just regular pair of headphones just for flights because the ones they give you on the Me airplane too. are so trash. So I had to, first yeah. world problems. Okay. No dead Bad ass, but that is a serious concern because I had to do the same thing. I had to buy another pair of headphones for travel because I don't always want to carry these big ass beats. Right. I'm just not that girl, you know. I'm not the girl to be doing the big ass fucking headphone out in public. Like, yeah, it's too much. I still need right. to be like kind of alert. I need to be able to like hear shit. Right. <laughs> I need to be able to like. He got his beats in. He ain't never looked yeah. back. <laughs> No, I know. This is something that's been very real for a long time. He just does not give a fuck about any other things going on. Sure don't. Sure do not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, so this is my story. I was doing fine. Actually, we could listen to last week's podcast, and I said, you know, I don't want to even really say it out loud, but I've really been chilling all retrograde. But you said it out loud, and what happened? Look what the fuck happened. So first, I take my car to go get an oil change because I'm trying to be like a responsible adult and like keep my car maintenance together, you know, go to Jiffy Lube because someone told me that my dealership was robbing me, which I, you know, it's true. Dealership is always going to charge like more than a regular place would pay like $90, which I'm like, how the, how much would it have been in my fucking dealership? Like, this isn't really that inexpensive. Right. Pay $90. Two days later, my fucking car is smoking. I, like, drive, like, an hour away to West Virginia. I'm driving back. My shit is, like, billowing smoke. Like, my engine light comes on. I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck is going on? So I go straight to to my dealership at that point because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Get to my dealership. They keep it. I I go home because he's like, it's going to be like an hour. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Just call me. I go home. He calls me and he's like, yeah. So basically the Jiffy Lube didn't put your dipstick back in. But that's not why your check engine light came on. Your check engine light came on because my throttle chamber was broken. It needed to be replaced. Guess how much they told me? Guess how much they told me? Well, how much? Well, like a thousand. Eleven hundred, my nigga. (laughs) No way. I was like, what? No, first he said 1094, right? And I said, what did he say? Because <laughs> I'm like, what are you, what are you saying right now? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what are you really like? What are you telling me right now? And then he said it again. He was like 1094. So like $1,094. I was like, are you serious? sick like I was just like wait what is this repair like then I started like asking because like my brain kind of shut off because I was just like what the fuck so I get off the phone with him 
I'm like calling my mom. I'm like, mom, I don't know what to do. Like my engine light is on. I don't want to be driving around my engine light on. I could fuck up my transmission. Like, I don't know. And so she's like, I don't know, like try to call another mechanic. But if you can't get an estimate, you might have to just like take the L. So like I'm over here like shit, I'm about to have to take this fucking L and like pay $1,100 to get my car fixed. Oh, mind you. And when my car started smoking on the way back from West Virginia, it was because I was pulled over on the side of the road getting a ticket. And the ticket was $150. That was the first initial like, fuck you. Then my car smoking, then getting this bill. So right now I'm looking, I'm looking really low. I'm looking super negative in my account and everything else. And I go to work the next day because they kept my car, my thing overnight. I called back, like, I guess after the guy had left from the dealership and I was like, just go ahead and do it. But he didn't get the message. So we'll get to that. I go to work that day and I'm like venting to my coworkers, like I'm fucked. Like I have to pay this huge bill, blah, blah, blah. And then my one coworker was like, what, what is this that you have to get done for that price? And he's like a mechanic guy. Like he works on his own car. Uh So this guy gets to fucking Googling, click, click, click. And he's like, you can get this for so much cheaper. Go to my guy end up taking my car to the other guy and he just cleaned out the throttle chamber that they said was like fucked up and it was like $32. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah, it was amazing. I was like, thank That's God crazy. I was sitting there running. And the only reason why is because, so you know, I work overnight. Mm-hmm. So like when I was at work, it's like 4 a.m. He's like, yo, if you can call and like leave another message and tell them not to work, start working on it, then call them. So I called like right then was like, don't work. Just kidding. False alarm. Don't start. So then they didn't start on it. And I was able to take it to the other guy. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. I know. But at first, wasn't I so fucked? That was just bad. They was about to jug me. And that's a word to all of our listeners. Don't go to your dealership. Because they're just robbing you. It's just, it's sickening. Yeah. And they know you're going to be in a place where you're just like, I want to get it fixed. I don't care what you have to do. Like, I can't think. Yeah. Especially me. I'm a girl. I don't know what the fuck. When a light comes on, I go. I take it, you know? Like, I don't know anything about cars. So, I'm gullible. I'm easy target. They could have made easy money off me. They was about to, too. Yeah. Right. hard because when you like are a single girl or you don't have a guy that's around that can like kind of tell you to like not get gypped or like an uncle or somebody be like it's you'll just do whatever because you don't want to deal with it you don't want to be without your car right and you're just like let me get this done and that's freaking crazy (laughs) crazy as fuck for sure so that was my mercury story i got fucked right at the end i was really stressed out for like I mean, oh, and I still have to pay the ticket, though, so... Is it a speeding ticket? Yeah, speeding ticket, which is, like, my second speeding ticket in, like, a really short amount of time, so I'm kind of nervous. It was in West Virginia or in PA? No, one was in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> and this shout out to in. Ohio, though. <laughs> it's all right. I got a move-in violation for making a right turn on red without stopping. So I'm fucking with that. And that shit is $490. Oh, no. Yeah, you so, win. Yeah. Life could be worse, Sydney. Look at the silver lining here. 
Granted, I'm going to get that reduced, but you know. Yeah, because you're the finesse queen. I just I just send my money. I pay online. I don't have time to go to court. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, this is my first defense. They're not going to do me like that. And I don't think <laughs> you can get points on your okay. license from the out-of-state uh, ticket. Me? Yeah, because it's out-of-state. I don't think it'll like affect you. Like, at least that's how it works in New York. Huh? Hmm, I don't know. I'm an official Cali resident now, so they, they come in from <laughs> my neck. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Right. Shana, do you have an icebreaker? Because I have one. Yeah, I'm going to just read off a few questions. But go ahead. Start with yours. Okay, mine is... This is hypothetical, you guys, so keep calm. <laughs> you cheated and Bay finds out. Bay asks you to get his or her name tatted or the relationship is over. What are you going to do? Oh. That's the only way you can make amends for cheating. That's the only way you can save it. Sid, I can't even, I can't even. Because, like, <laughs> just, like, I, no. Ink my whole body. I don't like, give a motherfucker. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I'm probably going to get the tag. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's such, like, a serious commitment. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, let me just say this. I think when... People cheat for selfish reasons, but sometimes in the background of that person's mind is they're cheating because they don't know if they want to be in this relationship for the long run. So for you to be able to save the relationship by a permanent tattoo, I think would be something that they wouldn't do because you don't know if you really want to be with this person forever anyway, and now I'm about to have a tattoo. Like, no. Unless that person... That is so logical. People be cheating. But see, the thing is... You have to say, you're the one who cheated. So yeah. you're saying that I'm comfortable with knowing that I'm ready to bounce. Yeah. Like, I'm out. You're, you're, you, that's what you're saying. I'm not going to get it tatted because I'm really over you. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. People be cheating and then trying to save their relationship with babies. So. <laughs> yeah. Tattoos, whatever. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, but yeah. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a no for me. What about you, Shayna? Yeah, that's really, that's petty. That's foolish. <laughs> that's so petty. Because it's like, if you really need a tattoo to be the scale. I mean, but that is a big deal, though, to get somebody's name written on your body. No, it's not. I don't think Especially so. Especially if you're someone that got several tattoos. Like, what's another, what's another right. two inches on your body? You'd be like, I just thought it was a nice name. <laughs> you know this actually means These cover-up so, so artists be nice name. anyway. Yo, no, these cover-up artists be fine as hell. Right. A part of me feels like I would get the tattoo if the guy was a really great guy. But if, like Britt says, if I was hesitant to begin with and that's why I stepped out, I would probably try to flip it and, like, really draw on how petty they truly are, that they would be willing to settle for such a bullshit ass. I would probably flip it. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the psychology of it all. Like, why (laughs) is this... Something that you want, yeah. you know, you want me to prove. Like, Brent this is something seems like be- the type of girl that would offer this to Isaiah, and he would be like, Hell yeah, girl, you know, <laughs> How could you? <laughs> Why? <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> oh my goodness. That shit is so funny. Okay, Shana, one of yours. That was a good so, one. These are a few scenario questions, so they'll go by fast. Which one would turn you on the most? Your partner paying a bill of yours without being asked. 
Your partner defending you against their friends. Your partner waking you up with breakfast and mimosas. Or your partner passionately dropping knowledge. Wow. So which one would turn you on the most? All of those. Hang a bell. Defending you against your friends. Waking up with. Against against their friends. Against their friends. Uh, waking mm-hmm. up to mimosas and breakfast or dropping some jewels. Those are all really good. Passionately. They're so good. All I of them. They're so good. Um, D, dropping knowledge. Yeah, I was leaning towards. Because, you know, it's really nice to be able to talk to somebody and have an intellectual conversation or just Girl. have the ability to just have conversations that really don't really have an ending point and right. they're making sense and you're not arguing and you're like you know talking about something that you wouldn't really wouldn't talk about anyone else and, and it's smart it, enough yes. to be talking about all those things and dropping all this knowledge they're smart enough to do all of those other things facts Say. Defend you against hey. them. I think she pretty much answered this for all of us. I don't know. I'm pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback on that one, you know? <laughs> yes, yeah. D for 500. I was please. definitely Thank leaning you. towards D, but only other thing. I was, C is good too, so let's put an E, which is waking up to mimosas, breakfast, and then dropping knowledge. <laughs> over breakfast because niggas love food like this is <laughs> dropping knowledge over mimosas <laughs> right, and breakfast exchanging information while eating a plentiful meal right because it's nothing like somebody teaching you something you know what i mean like that in itself is an that invaluable one of the best experience so. exchanging information over a meal Hello, it's called a dinner date. (laughs) (laughs) So, next up, you show Bay your outfit before you leave the house, and he or she says you need to pick a new outfit or pick a new Bay. Oh, (laughs) what could I say? Good God. (laughs) 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 Like, what would make you be like, nah, Um, you. You gotta right. pick a new outfit or pick a new bag. If he had, if he had an what outfit you doing? from head to toe with Supreme, I'd be like, nah, babe, you gotta get a new bag. <laughs> the hype beast is way overloaded. Yeah, it's, like, it's just too overlo- The hype beast is too real, and I cannot stomach it anymore. Exactly. Like, you can't go out in public with you head to toe with Supreme. So, are you gonna change clothes? Ask them why? Stay home? <laughs> Or go bay shopping. My ass is gonna stay home, bro. Like, like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep this on and I'm gonna sit in the living room just to be petty and spiteful and shit. <laughs> Not going. Mm-hmm. No, but you know, it's funny because sometimes, well, I like to wear some stuff that you know is very form fitting. Most things are form fitting on me, and I could tell he'd be like breathing hard. Because he like, I'm going to have to fight niggas out here now. Like, if we go somewhere. <laughs> but he don't ever really say, you need to change type thing. Because he knows that. I'll probably wild out on him for that. But. He'd be like, but I see, but I see him looking. I, 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 <laughs> I see him being concerned, you know. I'll be pointing shit out when it's like see-through. I'll be like, yo, these tights is going to be see-through. Yeah. But sometimes she'd be like, so? And I'll be like, right, so Or yeah. like a shirt. Like, you know, if you wear like a white top, sometimes <laughs> you can see through it. And it's, but I'll be like, so? All right. That's the look. It's a, it's a vibe. Thanks. 
It's a look. It's a look. <laughs> right. Nah, that's real. Please repeat the choices again. <laughs> Are you changing clothes? Asking them why? Staying home or going bay shopping? Yeah, I'm asking why. <laughs> I'm asking why. Like, who, who wants to know? Help me understand why right. you feel so passionately about me changing this look. What am I doing right now? Yeah, what's what's going through your mind? Right, is it the pasties? Like, what are some looks that's going to make you be like, nah, you got to you gotta change this to get a new babe? What's something? On a man? Yeah, and on a woman. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, anything that's too gaudy or, like, over the top, not even in a funny way. Not even when Scott Disick was wearing five-piece suits all the time. Not gaudy like that, because that's, like, kind of sexy. But, like, the supreme, like she said, the head to toe, you know. I saw a guy, I saw a guy at the bar that had on a Marlins baseball jersey and Marlins basketball shorts. And I just (laughs) (laughs) couldn't understand, like, how in the world did that work? My nigga, you don't play for this team. (laughs) So, you know, I totally, yeah, the gaudiness, it's a no for me, dog. But I'm definitely, if they try to come at me, no matter what I have on, no matter what the fuck I have on. Maybe, like, if I was self-conscious about it, too, I might take their advice or listen. If I was self-conscious about it, too, I'm getting tight. You validated it. <laughs> triggered. <laughs> right, I'm like, I was already feeling some type of way about this look. And then you will come in and, like, but nah. Yeah, it's gonna add, I'm probably gonna go with ask why and... If it's something that's like actually not really looking right, I'll probably be like, you don't have to get a new beta. Like, why are you going to even try to go that far? <laughs> right. Like, like, why are you even Why are we breaking up over these this? These ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless oh, I'm right. trying to leave the crib straight up ass naked and we know that's not allowed out here. Like, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> vagina out. If it's some yeah. really, like, really Same. some wild. Shit. I mean, I'm petty because I might want to have a talk with you if you try to leave with a square toe shoe and a <laughs> denim jean. A denim. I might want to have a conversation with you because that's just too much. <laughs> I don't want to say get a new babe, but. The square toe shoe and the denim. <laughs> you know what? You know what I instantly thought of? I thought of a denim. You know, yes, wide leg. Right. Not a slim. Hook, not a slim fit. Hook. Not a slim fit. <laughs> but with but with the hammer hook. The that hammer was that little hook, hook on the yeah. side. <laughs> I haven't seen those in a minute. <laughs> she said the hammer hook. Bro, no. niggas don't even know that that <laughs> is a hammer hook. It. Like, that's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a useless loop. A useless loop on the shit. Right. Just in case. Just right, in case. it's not. It had a purpose back in the day. Right. That shit is funny. That is what I picture with a black square toe. Ugh, that is disgusting. Yes, that would make you want to rethink everything for sure. Right. So, I'm going to read off. I'm going to read off 10 statements about Virgos and you're going to tell me if it's true or false. Virgos tend to be cautious financially. Yeah. 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 And now remember, these are general statements for Virgos and we talk about this all the time. Even though I would say he's way more cautious than me because... He is. I really be on some like 
can we just like fuck it for once god like <laughs> shit hell damn still gotta treat yourself yeah he but is, uh but he, yeah. he has his moments i think you were a bit more disciplined when i first met you sydney but now it's like you a little you, a little <laughs> <laughs> you know what pock is getting fatter bro <laughs> that's all i can say yeah for real <laughs> niggas getting money is a little different you know <laughs> right you had to be a bit more right it had to be, i was a little bit more you know strict a little more tight on the <laughs> okay virgos are bookworms in in the modern sense yes uh it's enough for me dog i don't really like to read Let's let's just be honest. I mean, I have to read for a living. I read all day, but like, right. So then, but if you didn't read all day, does that day, make me a bookworm? Mm-hmm. I feel like a bookworm enjoys it. Like I read because I literally like have to do it. <laughs> I like reading stuff when I want to learn something. That like when I'm feeling it, but I, I can't say that I read all the time or that I enjoy reading on average either. Because we both just listen to music all the time. Like. Right. Yeah. Well, according to the stars, it is false because Virgos appreciate balancing academic work with some creative mm. pursuits and they're big fans of outdoor activity. Like having that balance really does help mm. them unwind. So it's like Isaiah said, if he takes an interest in something, then that works out. But if it's something that you really don't want to do, like Sydney, then you're going to need that creative outlet. Next, Virgos are not romantic when it comes to relationships. Uh, so false. We're yeah, romantic. That's definitely not true. We're like so like the nah broke romantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, Isaiah, you just said something about you and Brett like just chilling, listening to music. There was actually a little blurb I read about Virgos that said that. They can be very romantic and just cherish time with their partner simply by basking in one another's glow and listening to two yeah. and just chilling. <laughs> it doesn't have facts. to be much. So, yeah. Uh, we're so romantic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Behind closed doors, Virgos can be feistier than they appear. Absolutely. True. That's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely too. Nah, I don't disagree with that. Not like just for instance, like he doesn't really like to be confrontational when he knows that it's not an appropriate situation. But like when we get home, he's like, "Fuck this, fuck that." Like it'll get really and like kind of express his anger or his you know disappointment in something to me. That is very true because I can't wait to like call someone Mm -hmm. and just unload. But I will probably remain cool, calm, and collected in the moment. Our reputation matters also. So time and a place for everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What, is it true or not? And you yes. can't just be wasting yes, energy is. on like people or situations that's not even gonna like be effective or matter. Receptive. We're better than that. Right. We've already established this, but why not go for it again? Taurus and Virgo are a love match. Black love. That's Hashtag black love. Love connection. <laughs> there you go. It's a blessing, actually. Yeah. Ain't it a blessing? Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So Virgos are a fixed sign. What does that mean? No, we're not. Well, she answered it. Oh, I thought that you were trying to say a fact. I was like, girl, no, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would say she answered it false. They are mutable. They're not fixed signs. Fixed signs is actually the category Brit and I fall under, but Virgos are mutable, which means that they're very She always wins. That's what that means. No, that's not what it means. It means that they're very flexible in their decisions. It means that we always give and give and give and bend and bend and bend. So, Isaiah, do you find that you're flexible in your decisions? Is it easy for you to move from one thing to another? Easy for you to change your mind? Yeah, definitely more likely to, like, consider multiple options as well in that sense like i feel like it's easy for us to like keep it moving past mm-hmm. the conflict like to just like get over it we'll be more likely to like not want to linger in the bullshit and just like be like all right now. always willing to compromise god we do everything <laughs> great friend matches for virgos are cancers scorpios and gemini's is this true Answers, or false? Scorpios and Gemini's. I know the answer, so I'm gonna let him answer. I don't think I got none of those friends. So you have one of those. Um, huh. Travis Cancer, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a Cancer, isn't he? Is his birthday in the summer? Yeah, it's in June. June, yeah. Um. If it's late June, he's for sure a Cancer. And even if it's early June, he's for sure a Gemini. It's in July. The beginning in July. Yeah, so either way. (laughs) How's that relationship? Like, I mean, you guys have been friends for a while, so. Me and Isaiah are, like, very different Virgos. Like, we're very similar, but we're still very different. Those two friends that they just named, I have butted heads with the most of all of his friends. That's the same for everyone, but yeah. Me and Justin have only just got to a place where it's good <laughs> and they could they both act the same too that and trav like you know that's, actually that's me and trav time. haven't even talked since made in america and i don't remember what happened at made in america that we a lot, fell out a lot happened mm-hmm. right so it's just like it was it was too much yeah but it wasn't just me that time everybody was fucking pissed at that time but i think others were able to find one more forgive to give but were they? I, 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 were they? I lost anyway <laughs> You don't have no cancer or Gemini friend? I feel like you I do. have a lot of I have a lot of cancers in my life, a lot. And I get along with cancer, but that's because we've now learned that, you know, Gemini is my moon sign, which is basically like my other half. Mm. Like my sun sign is Virgo. And which is crazy because I've protested Gemini's for so long and I never wanted to do my natal chart for some reason. I guess it was like subconsciously I knew that it was in me. The Gemini. Mm. It's facts. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't really have anything super pertinent for nosy news, but I just want to say McGregor lost. I mean, we talked about the fight last McGregor week. McGregor got so knocked I feel like out. I mention. TKO. He didn't get knocked out like that, but it was TKO. A man's was getting punched too many times in the face. The referee felt bad and had to call it off. Mm-hmm. He just like stopped holding his arms up all together at the end. Like he was just—he was dumb tired. Yeah, like, completely know. spent. We had that like a, really uh, a little fight party too, so there was like mad people in the crowd. Like probably like close to fifty people. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Because that was the night before my and birthday. And let me just too. say this: Let's just talk about you know coming to a fight party, coming over to somebody's house, <laughs> etiquette. First of all, when you come. You should always just ask, hey, do you guys need anything? 
to her bringing yes. yeah yes. the host or host is like you know like please don't like we have too much then okay don't bring anything because they have told you but even if you feel like maybe bring a bag of chips whatever but do not come to a party function like that and you bring other people and none of y'all got nothing oh hell no not even like a bag of ice bag of chips a six pack they wanted you to buy the fight and buy the party right and do the whole shindig i was really about to call sydney out because she didn't want to make macaroni and cheese last week i did did. and everybody was very happy that's what you gotta do you know know, right always want you to make a certain thing like that just takes time and energy i'd rather much rather just like pick something up and bring it but, like, I'm going to pick something up and bring it if I'm not making nothing. And that's just being polite. Right. And you're right, though. If somebody invites me to their home, I always ask. Even if it's just, like, to kick back, I'm always like, do you need something? Yeah. Like, while I'm literally outside of the house, like, before I come in. Like, yeah. You know, it's hard when you're raised right and others just aren't raised right. So you're just conflicted constantly. Like, how do I teach these niggas? Right. How? Grow up, people. Right. Grow up. <laughs> but we did we did have a good time. Not a fight. I, I enjoyed the fight though. It yeah. was entertaining. I did not expect it to last as many rounds as it did. I was very surprised by that. I felt like Floyd gave him the first they few rounds. To. Like he literally didn't yeah, throw a punch the to. first round, maybe two rounds. Mm-hmm. So like he was just like, I'm gonna let him get tired and then I'm gonna rain down on him like a thousand grenades. For real. Money team. That's how he does it, though. Like the Night King's new dragon. Oh, my gosh. Why would you <laughs> ever, y'all? I think I got to rewatch that episode. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean you have to rewatch it? We went to Afropunk on Sunday because it was my birthday. And then I was dumb lit. Was and trapped. we came home and watched it. So, I, like, I was in and out of sleep. Mostly out. sleep. I saw everything that happened, but I didn't really see none of the in-between. Like, I don't know how we uh, got from point A to point B to point C. Sydney. He's always been a lightweight. When you sent the damn snap that they fucked how we're fucked yeah. with Trump. <laughs> yeah. I was like, touche. <laughs> so much That's for the That's really it. <laughs> All I could say was, all my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. I was so sad. Literally all my friends are dead. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. So, Isaiah, you definitely need to watch that again because the emotions... Yeah. I was about to ask for predictions, but since you didn't really get in it, we can't. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. It's been a long time. You had your chance to watch it. You had your chance. No, yeah. Yeah, I have. So, I am going with the brand theory. I don't know if you guys have heard this. I can send you a link for further investigation and digestion of what's going to happen. But my theory is the brand theory, which is brand is the Night King. Mm-hmm. Brand is the Night King. Mm-hmm. Walk with me. Okay. Brand touched the Night King at that moment. His soul was sucked into the Night King. Mm-hmm. And now, because he's young Bran and the Night King at the same time, he can be sometimes controlled as Bran by the Night King, just like vice versa, which is why I feel like Jon Snow has not perished. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure that there's been opportunity for the Night King to get his ass. We know this. And... If you look at the Night King, he kind of looks like that nigga. Like, you can kind of see, like, you can kind of see, you can kind of see, like, 
come yeah, on. I don't let's, know about let's think all about that. it. You can kind of see. You guys can see. I'm gonna send you a link. You're bringing on another level, but I really appreciate that insight. I, I saw those theories too, but. I'm still not convinced. I'm really getting more convinced as the days go on. I feel like that's just the curveball that we need. And think about it, like with the Ravens, the Ravens, you know, how like whenever Bran will fly as a Raven, like the Night King be like, bitch, I see you. Right, yeah. And think about how like Bran does not give a fuck about anybody. Like whenever he became a three-eyed Raven, he just like literally stopped giving any fucks about anybody. That can be explained the fact that like he just knows too much. He really can't like, you know, waste time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the three-eyed Raven was more kind than that. Like even when the other people came inside, he didn't seem like he had that demeanor where he just like fuck everybody. Like I really don't care about y'all. I don't care that you like carried me on your back and your brother died. Like don't care, bitch. (laughs) Like Bran just does not give a fuck. I don't know. I'm going with that. And I feel like the only way that we can win is if I have two theories. Jon Snow and the Night King go head to head and Jon Snow gets killed by the Night King. And then the Night King brings him back. But Jon Snow's good power, because, you know, he's already resurrected. So his good power, the God of Light comes through him and he's able to triumphantly sacrifice his life and come that's back. That's a real hot and take. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping that they find the source and kill that main Night King nigga and all of them die. That would be the more obvious. That would still happen. Just take the L and kill the Night King yeah. and die. And then. Right. I'm leaning towards Jon Snow's epic death. But my other theory was that somebody find out that Bran is the Night King and then kill young Bran in the wheelchair with it. Because Jon Snow has already been resurrected, can he even die again? Mm. I don't know. We don't know. Mm. I feel like Jon Snow is going to be the one to sacrifice, though. It's going to be him because he is the king of all kings. Can he die? Daenerys is probably going to be the sacrifice. Like... I feel like... No, Daenerys can't be the sacrifice because Daenerys has to raise the young king. She's pregnant. She's with child. Has sex once. Now she's pregnant. What? Immaculately. I'm mad. Shout out to Jon Snow with the best pickup line. Auntie. What is her? Auntie D? Auntie D and John. Yeah. Nephew. Come on, nephew. What's up, nephew? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that shit is crazy. I love this show. I'm so glad that it's just... I feel like finally everyone's on this journey with me and we can all just be excited together. This is like the number one show that pretty much everyone I am friends with watches. So it's just nice to have that unity, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that about that and that and that. And then also Netflix is releasing weed strains, which I think is kind of cool. I saw that, but I don't understand. And I need more information. Okay, so basically through a dispensary in California, they will be releasing particular strains that correlate with series on Netflix. So they're going to have one for Arrested Development that you should like smoke while you watch Arrested Development or like That's really one cool. For so like it's just a different strain. So just like mm-hmm. Khalifa Kush like they just right. got their own strain. Right. But then you put it with like I don't know, what would be good show to watch with that? Like yeah. Chappelle special or some shit. I don't know. That's crazy. Know? Right. So that's the idea and I I'm fucking with that. I'm fucking with that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really all. Oh, and Serena Williams, welcome to Virgo, baby, everyone. Yeah. Yay. Oh, wow. Yesterday, baby. Destined yeah, for no, greatness. I just, 
you know, I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about the stars, you know. Yeah. So. But that's, that's beautiful. For yeah. She already yes. a better that's athlete just gonna than all of us. Suck for right. her daughter because every year on her birthday, her mommy has to work. <laughs> Because that's when, like, the U.S. Open is. I mean, how much longer is she? Yeah, true. Serena has... She's probably going to go... You know she's got to win yeah. again after she has a baby. No, so she can be, like, the first woman with, like, a baby. To do she it. has, like... She'll probably play until, like, she's 40, 41. Yeah. Because Venus is kicking ass right now. And she's 37. Right. And because women can do anything and everything. And you know from our trainer, babe, that women don't be as hurt as men after they work out. So the recovery time is less. Bloop. Mm. Mm. Okay, cool. Well, that's all for no sitting. I guess we're gonna jump straight to Tinder, 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 Tinder stories, Tinder tales, Tinder tales. There it is. You guys don't have any, which is so lame. But I did just read that Tinder is like the highest grossing app. On the, uh, the most downloaded app on the Apple App Store right now. I just read that earlier today, which I thought was money? crazy. Not maybe the high, highest grossing, but just most used, the most downloaded, which is crazy to think about. Um, Everybody trying to find love, babe. Zay, were you on Tinder before? Don't lie. Why you gotta lie, Craig? I ain't lie. <laughs> she know I was on Tinder before. <laughs> Did you ever meet anybody off of Tinder? Did you ever have any weird or fun or crazy or any experience off of it that's notable? I had a couple Tinder dates and they were weird. Yes. <laughs> People are weird and... Give us one weird encounter. Just like recount it as loosely as possible. You know, whatever you can... I know that this is so behind you. Like, we're not even worried about this. The thing is, I'm just like, really come to realize that like, I'm very easily annoyed with people. Mm. A lot of those situations are naturally just awkward for both parties and that like, those characteristics will often come out via nerves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one day I just remember and Sunchik was just like, non-fucking-stop talking like, about nothing. And I just instant like like ten minutes in, fifteen minutes in, wanted to get the fuck out of there, and that's the worst. Like, you have no escape plan. But, oh, I, but I'm damn. sure I'm sure seasoned Tinder vets definitely have escape routes. I've actually never had to escape on a Tinder date. Shayna and I kind of like Tinder for sport because we do this podcast. So like, this is basically our job, and that's the job requirement. So. It's different because you go into it with a whole different attitude. You're not even going into it majority of the time for anything relevant. So you kind of go into it like for sport and I've never had to escape because I know that the date will end. Like it's not like I'm trapped here forever, you know? Like I know that I don't ever have to see this person again after this. But yeah, that's so uncomfortable if it's somebody that's just like unbearable. Like I feel like the girl Shayna always fell asleep though. Shayna end. fell asleep on a Tinder. That's how uninterested she was. She literally closed her eyes and went to sleep. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm sleep though. <laughs> I bet he still wasn't trying to leave or depart. If it's that unbearable though, like I would have to end it abruptly. I'm not sticking uh, it out. <laughs> I'm st- I'm not sticking it out, but <laughs> I don't mind walking out either. I would do it. Britt, did you ever venture? Did you ever go on? No, 
because I was finishing up law school and I was studying for the bar. So, like, I didn't even have time for my family. So, I wasn't even trying. Yeah. And the thing is, he kind of saved me because... My little sister was threatening to put me on Christian Mingle, eHarmony, Match, Tinder. She was like, I'm going to put you on all of these because you need to start dating. And I was... Uh, then I pulled up like... Yeah. Skirt, skirt, yeah. skirt. <laughs> um, I have friends that did it. And one girl who actually just spoke to her a couple weeks ago, she met her boyfriend of two years on Coffee Meets Bagel. Have you guys heard about that? Yeah. yeah. We've heard of that one. I've never gone on that one. Shana, have you gone on that one? No. I know one of our friends of the show, she's gone on that one. Because you both only get like one pick or something like that a day. Yeah. Which allows you to like really yeah, focus yeah, on right. that person. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting, um, yeah. an interesting take. But sure. prior prior to that, you know, people like always would try to set me up and this, this and that. And I would just always be like, if I agreed to go on a date with someone, I would just be like, yeah no this isn't happening like oh one time like this guy went to the movies and this guy took a picture of us in the theater and put it on facebook in the theater that is so awkward in the theater i went to the bathroom and never came back (laughs) i was like what the fuck first of all you didn't ask me to take my picture and then you put it on facebook so like what? it was, and I wasn't even Facebook friends with this person. I just met the person, but it's like, what are you? That is crazy. I would have been like, why are you trying to take pictures? Yeah, no. I probably wouldn't have even. He probably caught you so off guard though yes. that you were just like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm glad that fate worked out for you. You know that you were able to not have to venture down an interesting path. Yeah. It's funny because like I feel like I have been on Tinder for this podcast and moving into a new city and all that kind of stuff and the people that I've actually talked to in a romantic way, I met in the real world. But I've been I've been on Tinder. So I don't know. It's interesting. Right. Moving from that, what I thought was interesting is we'll talk more about this new dating app that I've stumbled upon, but it's called Hinge. Hinge is interesting in that they send emails of articles and some of the topics of these articles are like, it says today on IRL. I'm going to assume that's in real life, but yeah, whatever. Today on IRL, how can I prevent someone from losing interest? That's a topic. Another thing is, how do I prevent someone from losing interest via text? We still haven't met in real life. Should I forget him? (laughs) Other topics was, you know, I guess if someone famous decides to join an app, they give that shout out like so-and-so ex-bachelor just decided to join hinge and is flirting and all this stuff so i'm like i don't really think i've seen that on other apps for tinder bumble or things like that so that's very interesting that they're giving blog posts about how to navigate these apps but that is interesting because people are probably just like going on here like I don't know. I don't know what people are doing on here because I know I'm just bullshitting around. Like, I remember one day I went on where I felt like the guy really was looking for a legitimate connection and he was so persistent, like texting me all the time. But like, I really just wasn't 
I wasn't there at all. So times like that, I kind of feel bad. But for the most part, I don't. I just, you know, I'm just in it for night out on the town, you know? There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Word. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting Tinder tale compilation. I wasn't expecting to have so much. uh, Different perspective. That part. Guys, be sure to hit us up in our inbox at Sign Me Up Podcast. You know, our DMs are always open. Sign me a podcast at gmail.com for the emails and all that. It goes down in the DMs. It go down. It go down in the DMs. It go down. It go down. And email us. Sign me a podcast at gmail.com. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. Cheeky Bobby over here. Thank you guys so much for coming on our show. Yo, thank we you so much for having, having us. We so much. Word, it was We're super fun. We're about to make brunch and live our life to the fullest while he works from home today. Drop some gems while you're eating the food. I think that would really... Exactly. You already know. You already exactly. All right. <laughs> Black love. Right. Bye, guys. All right, y'all. That's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out.